Hello, listeners of Take Talks Business, and welcome back to the next episode. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming Charles Greenhood and Molly Whalen, family-owned business of Broody's Catering here in beautiful Portsmouth, Virginia. Uh, thank you both for joining me today. Pleasure. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, so to get to get started, one of the first things I'd like to do is just have you give a little bit of background to the listeners about uh, yourself professionally. Um, and how Broody's came about in the city of Portsmouth. We actually founded Broody's in 1993, the summer of 1993, and we started out as an espresso coffee cart. And we sold uh, coffee, espresso, regular cup, uh, cupped coffee, and uh, some pastries. And one of our first pastries was our own creation bagel nuts nice. and uh, so we found I guess Birdies was founded essentially uh, we started out at Portside they had just opened Portside that season and uh, we purchased a coffee cart that was built and we had it shipped here stored it in the parking garage next to Portside and we would take fresh baked pastries every morning and brewed coffee and had a, a blender and ice and we made iced coffee drinks and we had a good old time and uh, it was it was a uh, it was set in motion because we were going to open up we had intended and we did ultimately open up a, a coffee house on Dinwiddie Street and that was the summer of 1993. Uh, Molly was three, three years old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she she was the inspiration. Oh, yeah. Uh, there you go. She she was so terrific, a baby that she drove uh, Kathy, my wife, and I out of the house to do something <laughs> other than take care of children. Well, at least you gave a sidewalk chalk to play with. Max Greenhood yeah. was uh, Max as Molly's older brother. Uh, he was uh, just a year and a half older than Molly. So, but they used to tag along. We used to have them in baby carriages and uh, and booster seats all that time. Wow. We had a great time. Wow. So we started off as a coffee business actually, and uh, my intentions were to have a coffee roaster, and we were going to roast our own coffee and. Uh, and make sandwiches. Prior to that, we, Kathy and I spent our our previous uh, seven years in between the West Indies and Miami. And uh, we were in the ice cream and yogurt business in St. Martin in the West Indies and spent five years there, came back, and we decided to uh, locate Miami, and that's where we actually got involved in the coffee house business. My cousin and I uh, opened up a little place in uh, Fort Lauderdale, and we decided he was going to take that. We opened up a place in Miami National Airport, and he was running those locations, and I was going to come back to Portsmouth and cast our lot here, where I've grown up and spent the best part of my life. 
and my, my mother was uh, in poor health and decided to come back to Portsmouth and, and kind of take care of her and start, uh, start the coffee house business here. Starbucks at that time was just a very small entity in, in the Pacific Northwest and I read, uh, I read a lot about them and decided that I think this is something we want to do. That's great. That's great. So how did you end up transitioning from the coffee house to what most of us in the Hampton Roads community now knows is, is uh, the catering business? Well, we started in catering like almost immediately. We, we, had, we had just a few seats in, in the, actually we had maybe three tables in the initial Brudy's, uh, Brudy's Bistro on Dinwiddie Street. and. We made sandwiches and uh, we served coffee and of course our bagel nuts. And somebody came in one day and said, can you make me 10 sandwiches uh, and some potato salad and things like that. And we put together our first catered lunch. And I didn't know it, but she was a pharmaceutical rep. And uh, subsequent to that meeting, she took the meal to her. Actually, she had seen a a lunch that we had delivered to her father's office oh, okay. and he was a doctor she came in and ordered 10 sandwiches I didn't know why so I saw I saw your food at my dad's office and I uh, you you deliver anywhere else in nice in Hampton Roads and I said well I'll deliver anywhere you want nice and that's where our catering business for pharmaceutical reps started and it was because of that and that that launched Brudy's catering that's great that's great. So all the while you're growing up mm -hmm. in the food industry. Oh yeah. So have you always stuck to the food industry? Um, no, not really. I've worked in restaurants for a long time, like through college and after college. And then eventually I came back to work for my parents about 10 different times between <laughs> the restaurant, catering, bagel nuts. And, um, I worked at a an engraving studio for two years and then decided to come back and stick with the family business. Gotcha. So now it's been just about eight months or so. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. So relatively new on a full-time basis. Yes. Then. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's still pretty fresh. But so what drew you back? Um, I think I finally matured enough and felt like I could help and knew more of the industry from a few different perspectives. And, you know, my parents are not getting any younger, so to help try to move catering and bagel nuts forward, I knew they'd need more than just the two of them yeah. to launch it even further than it is now. Yeah. So yeah. that's what's sort of drew me back, and I love spending time with my parents, so. That's great. Here yeah. we are. <laughs> We're very fortunate because Molly is back here working with us, and my son Max is up front, less than 100 feet away, running a huge marketing digital yeah. marketing business and we just uh, it's it's a perfect scenario where we're all together yeah at least where we can holler at each other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we do <laughs> well and it's i mean y'all have been a part of the the uh, portsmouth community in this manner now for quite some time and and 28 years yeah and it's it's um I mean, it's hard to be in and around Portsmouth without knowing about birdies and, and bagel nuts. Um, and to that point, y'all have always given back to the community and to a large extent 
Um, what was the motivation on that? I mean, it, was it just simply a personal decision that, hey, if, if we're going to be in business, we need to give back? Was there, was there something that kind of facilitated it initially? Well, I was raised uh, in a very warm family. My, my grandfather uh, was my grandfather and grandmother, and their family was from Lithuania and came over to the States the turn of the century. Uh, the, first, the first brother, there's like three brothers that moved from Lithuania to, ended up in Portsmouth. Oh, wow. And my grandfather was the next to the oldest and settled here after uh, the first Katz, the name was Katz family, K-A-T-Z. And um, my grandfather always, instilled a, uh, a feeling, well, he, there's a, a Jewish word, tzedakah, okay, and that means charity, and from when I was raised as a small boy, we had a tzedakah box, and we'd put pennies, nickels, dimes, whatever we had in our pocket, put it in that tzedakah box, and we'd go to synagogue, and Give the hand the box in, and that represented a lot of penny candy that I couldn't eat. Um, <laughs> but it was something that I didn't necessarily understand all that much back then. Yeah. But growing up and learning from my grandfather and my father, my father was a very generous man, and um, my grandfather was always, you know, he did very well financially, and he's always benefiting family members and helping even strangers but but I was raised in a uh, in a giving environment yeah. and uh, as I got older it just was in my blood yeah. and so giving back to the community or giving forward is something that I've always done and it was always part of our business plan you know the uh, 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 having a having a company uh, and working hard is without being a benefit to the community you're in or to help others is just very very empty yeah. and I just chose to, to go in that direction as a matter of fact you know, our plans for Big Enough is to uh, not necessarily be a benefit corporation but, uh, but what like Paul Newman did with uh, with his Newman's own brand, you know, they give they give all their profits to charity. We want to be able to have a profit where <laughs> we'll be able to give to charity. But first, charity starts at home, and so we make sure our family is complete and uh, without need. And but it's good to be in need because then you understand the you know, feelings of others and yeah. how important it is. Yeah. So charity has been not charity but giving. I hate to call it charity because, you know, the old saying, you know, I'd rather help people uh, be able to make it on their own. Yeah. And it's like giving a man a fish doesn't help him. Teaching him to fish exactly. can certainly help him. But, exactly. you know, it's just part of our nature. Yeah. And that's that's what I, I really, really am proud of. Yeah. And I think I've instilled that or, you know, we've, we've got a whole family that is in that direction. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know Max sits on... Uh, a couple different boards here in the, the city of Portsmouth and Molly you and I I'll give a shout out to 
left the leadership. That's it. <laughs> uh, you and I were classmates together, and That's and right. to that point, I mean, do you feel like it's kind of carried over? That you kind of grew up with that, so it's just kind of in your nature to, to help lead and, and be a part of the community. I think so. Yeah, I mean, just seeing my dad um, and my mom was a huge part of organizations when we were younger. So just seeing both of them giving for um, on the food end, but also personally, like we would always for any graduation gifts or our bat mitzvah, bar mitzvah, we'd give part of that away, and it's just. Like he said, you're up with it, and it's in his blood. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. great. Well, it's it's definitely appreciated because, like I said, I mean, uh, in the amount of time that I've been able to get to know the Portsmouth community, um, you, like you really can't do much within this this tight knit community without knowing about your business, about you as individuals. So it's I know it's greatly appreciated, mm. um, and so bagel nuts. I got to do the bagel nuts because <laughs> the. So Molly and I got to meet each other and got to know each other over, over the last uh, probably six to nine months. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, Molly was more than generous with her, <laughs> her uh, contributions during our class. So can you give me a little bit of history? How did that come about? And, and I still think it's one of the best kept secrets in Hampton Roads. So, mm -hmm. so I'm taking it upon my personal self to, to make this the most popular snack in the 757. Yeah. But so tell me a little bit of the story behind bagel nuts. Well, when we were in South Florida, uh, we were there for about, let's see, we lived in South Florida for about three, about three years. We are in the West Indies for five years, four and a half years, and then moved to South Florida. I guess uh, for the time we are in South Florida, we... Uh, when we were, I was actually, when we were in South Florida, I was in another business. Okay. I, I took advantage of the, the mildew problem uh, existing in South Florida, and I tried to conquer mildew. And uh, I hope for the ones that you helped, you did conquer the mildew. Yes, we did. <laughs> that's, okay. why, that's why I can't go back to Florida. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, we, uh, we actually found a treatment that South Florida is like a, petri dish you, yeah. know, you, you can just grow anything uh, and if you want to see something grow on your wall just wait a couple of days and <laughs> it'll be growing on your walls yeah and um, so I tried my hand at uh, I wanted to get out of the food business we're in the frozen yogurt and ice cream business yeah. in the West Indies yeah and uh, we came back with uh, uh, resources to do really anything we, we wanted to and we chose not to work for a couple years, and in that time, I developed a process where we could treat uh, fabrics and walls and, and clean out uh, problem areas for mildew and, and mold. And Florida being in, the, in these, the zone that it is, it was a perfect environment for testing, testing protocols for cleaning and sanitizing. And I did that for a couple years, and then Hurricane Andrew hit and destroyed thousands of homes down there. And we had a company called Abatis International, A-B-A-T-I-S, Abatis, which Abati is the, uh, is the word it comes from. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what it means, it means to get rid of. <laughs> so we're, we're abating mildew problems. And uh, 
anyway, not to dwell on that, but during that period of time, uh, we, uh, my cousin who was working with me down there, uh, wanted to go into a coffee house business, okay. and we did, and uh, he he was probably responsible for uh, going in that direction, and we, we found that if, if we would stuff cream cheese in a bagel and forget about having to slice the bagel uh, or spread the cream cheese, it would make it a lot easier if we put it inside the, the dough yeah. and have it, you know, easily, you know. And transport it. But, yeah. but uh, uh, the, the bagel itself is big. Yeah. So we thought maybe something the size of a golf ball would be would be good, and uh, so I developed the bagel nut, and we saw a similar product that uh, was not necessarily it was kind of like the um, the dim sum aspect. Mm -hmm. You know, it's an ancient it's an ancient uh, ancient uh, food crafting. Yeah. from the the Far East where they would put food inside of a dough and uh, like little dim sum rolls or little dim sum things uh, anyway so we came up with uh, with bagel nuts and I came back here to go into the coffee house business because my cousin uh, wanted to open up in Miami National Airport so we got a contract there and I need to get back to Portsmouth. He wanted yeah. to stay down there, so we, you know, we split. I mean, we didn't split. I mean, yeah. we were still uh, together, but uh, I came up here, yeah. and that's where we really developed the bagel nut product uh, in Hampton Roads. So it's indigenous to Portsmouth, gotcha. and that's why I wanted to stay here and produce bagel nuts in Portsmouth. It's a Portsmouth uh, product, and you know, uh, we put on everything. Marketing-wise, made in Portsmouth, Virginia. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's uh, great. But you know, the flavors and stuff came later. We we just it, it grew. Yeah. The interest in the product was was uh, was very very instant. It, it was uh, almost an immediate uh, popular item for our coffee cart, and then yeah. ultimately our little coffee coffee house. And it just stayed you know stayed there. But with catering. Bagel nuts really stayed in the background. It was never, yeah. never really. Uh, I could have done something with it twenty some years ago, twenty eight years ago, yeah. and chose to just go in the direction of uh, of, uh, of the catering side. And we used them in catering. I mean, that was for breakfast. We would always serve bagel nuts. Um, that's about it. Gotcha. That. So I mean, that's how it, that's how it was born. Yeah. We gave birth to bagel nuts. And <laughs> I, I, it was a great birth as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. So, so we talk about kind of what you've been doing. So, and and Molly, I'll I'll let you answer this one. Mm -hmm. So, what do you see as the future for both Broody's and bagel nuts? That's a tough question right now. We're in the middle of figuring a lot of stuff out, considering how COVID has changed yep. our business yeah. uh, completely. I mean, once. March happened with coronavirus we had to take a a total like left turn for what we 
do naturally. Yeah. Um, big group caterings are done. Yeah. And so we started doing family meals, which means we started figuring out how to cook some different meals um, that are in smaller portions and controlled portions. Oh, and so okay. from that, catering is sort of, we're looking at doing some home health meals for the elderly who have caregivers who cook for them or buy them groceries or buy them fast food, but giving them a healthier option for being fed where they can't necessarily take care of themselves. And the caregivers might not be a good cook. Um, so we'll be the good cook for you and you can order your meals for the week or for the half week. But so things have sort of been evolving over the last few months for catering where we're figuring out that maybe we don't need to rely on group caterings to survive, which gotcha. has been uh, stressful, but very yeah. interesting well. and pretty cool to see that, you know, grow on its own. Yeah, yeah. The larger catering business uh, where we, we typically have meals that we'd send out on a daily basis from 10 to 250 people mm -hmm. and monthly, monthly contracts for feeding uh, different organizations for a couple hundred people. Yeah, those are gone. Yeah, because they can't they can't gather safely. Uh, but Molly Molly hit on the the at home since people are staying at home. Uh, people needed to still eat. Mm -hmm. One thing one thing great about the food business is that everybody got to eat. Yeah, and it's it's how it's presented, which gives you the can, you can redefine yourself, and you see a lot of restaurants that never did takeout, never did delivery, mm -hmm. are all involved in, you know, delivery and takeout now. Yeah. But it's not their their core business. Yeah. Catering being our core business, we found uh, a, a, a natural uh, growth into the uh, in-home uh, meal pro meal plans. Yeah. And. We've done well with that, but now there's a bigger, a bigger goal in mind, and that's to feed people, like Molly was saying, in-home health care and elder care. That's a uh, tremendous uh, opportunity out there because we can do what we do best and, and package it and streamline the, uh, the ordering methods that, uh, that caregivers need. Caregivers do a lot for families, and one of the, one of the weaknesses that in-home health care and elder care agencies have is having a caregiver that even likes to cook but can cook. Mm. So it's uh, it's a drawback for them. We found that niche, and the the the, the plans now are to uh, to grow the in-home health care, elder care. Uh, meals delivery that's business, great. and that's wow. uh, that's what's keeping us very, very occupied right now. Wow, yeah. that's wonderful. But when the other business comes back, it'll just be you know one big happy family. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I call. You know, there's basketball that has March Madness, and you know the coronavirus uh, is another type of March Madness, yeah. and you know, that led to all this. You know what they say is that. Uh, What's the mother of invention? Yeah. yeah. So yep. when we have when we have an opportunity to uh, you know, to 
have a need to be filled, you know, that created this this new reinvention of our of Rudy's Catering. Mm -hmm. So, and do you see? Because of that, I mean, at some point, knock on wood, we all hope that we'll get back to some more traditional large group gatherings. But do you think that the catering business as a whole is still going to see a lot of transition and how those events take place based on whether it's how the food is served or how, how the, the, the customers themselves access that food and its preparation. I mean, do you think there's just going to be a complete change to how that's done compared to the old, the previous days of you put out a, a big dish of, say, pulled pork and everybody that's in the party walks up and grabs? Do you think it's going to be more portioned or what do you see as Absolutely. Some of the I mean, our strength and our, our history, we've developed a, a very broad and deep reputation on buffets. We go to an office and set up a buffet, and the, the occupants of the business, the, the, the employees, would come in and grab their plate, go back to their office, yeah. and that's where we actually excel. Uh, we became very known for that. I, when I was coming back today, I was coming back from a delivery for 100 people at a medical office. Oh wow. Normally, we would take big pans of food, yeah. set them out on a table, and they'd come in, grab a plate, and fill their place. Yeah. Well, because of the uh, you know, social distancing issue and handling of the food, uh, we have now started to deliver meals that are all packaged in yeah. three-compartment packaging. Uh, and. In setting it up today, I went to this office myself with one of our drivers and set the lunch up. And the people in the office were saying, This is terrific. You know, these are everything's in a package container, a three yeah. compartment container. It's hot. Yeah. And I can take it right back to my desk. Mm -hmm. It's easier to eat. The potatoes are over here, the green beans are here, and the brisket of beef is right here. <laughs> you know, it's perfect. They don't have to fill their plate. Yeah. So, um, the the actual change in how we do things is is not going. It's going to remain there. They want yeah. lunches even when it gets back to normalcy, whatever yeah. that's going to be. Um, they would love to continue to have lunches served to them, already prepared already served and portioned out in containers. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely going to change the way things are done. Uh, I'm, I'm certain that we'll be still doing buffets. We still are now. There's yeah. some clients who haven't changed anything. It's yeah. the same thing. But yeah. there's like half and half right now. Yeah. Some people want them individual and other people don't really care. Exactly. Which is how the whole world is right now with everything. <laughs> so healthcare, yeah. healthcare by and large, you know, wants to make sure the, the staff is is safe and it's yeah. actually easier for them because they don't spend a whole lot of time chatting you yeah. know, just take their food go back to their desk yeah. and they're still working well, i know even right. at the chamber we're talking about how we're going to have to handle large group events and mm -hmm. portion foods and the irony at least in my mind for those who, who have ever done a golf tournament mm -hmm. pre-packaged lunches at a golf tournament is common i mean we've been doing that for as long as i've i've been in playing golf and doing business with people. So 
for for a lot of that, it's it's not. I don't think going to be such a shock because it's. No, it's I mean, some of us have been become pretty normal. accustomed to mm -hmm. it. Yeah. We do but for us, kids. it's totally different because yeah. we usually do buffets, and so yeah. now it's we're sort of catching up to that. Do you find there's a big difference in the amount of labor that it takes to prep for it? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's not the prep; it's the packaging. Yeah. Because usually, we'd have four pans, but now we've got. Uh, 100 containers yeah so it just takes a lot more time but uh, it's worth it yeah <laughs> so Absolutely. You know, for years we've been sending meals to golf tournaments you mentioned golf tournaments for yeah. four kids four oh, kids yeah. Inc. yep you know that's our that's we've been doing that for forever and yeah. you know so now they're fitting into the, to the normal yeah you know, they've become the normal yeah mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely um, well, you didn't even let me tell you about our our plans for Baylor. Uh, yeah, we'll go for his it. His plans are very different from my plans. <laughs> so, no. well, we got time, so I got to hear this. Our plan. You can fit this anywhere you want. Yeah. Because of the popularity of Bagel Nuts, you know, we've, we've had we've had uh, negotiations for the last few years with different large companies, and um, quite frankly, uh, the plan is to build within this building here we've got a couple thousand square feet where we can put a production facility to mass produce bagel nuts and you know we've been planning this for a long time not we i royal we molly <laughs> yeah uh, but the the production capacity just in this small site we have here yeah. without changing anything just adding the equipment that's necessary we'll be able to produce uh, 70,000 bagel nuts a day and wow. we've got uh, distribution national distribution uh, uh, food service distributors that are anxious for us to provide the product form both for regular size bagel nuts and cocktail size oh, wow. and uh, so they're just standing and waiting waiting for us to be able to produce the quantities that are necessary to do that yeah so we're, we're looking at that within the next uh, six months, hopefully, we'll be able to, to have that going. And we're, we had plan, I had plans for having a completely streamlined, uh, automated production facility. Uh, the, what interests me more now is not to do everything uh, so automated. We want, to hire, we want to put people to work. Gotcha. And one of the major things that uh, I'm interested in doing is working with uh, organizations like um, Eggleston. Yeah. And uh, putting people to work uh, from Eggleston services and eliminating uh, a conveyor, part of a conveyor system, you know, that people can actually do themselves and we can actually be part of putting folks to work at each other. Nice. I love it. And, that, and that's the, that's a very important part of it. I'm well, I will say definitely food food and, and the culinary community is, is definitely very strong in Portsmouth. 
I mean, whether it's whether it's what y'all do, whether it's Mercy Chefs and the mm -hmm. and amazing work that they do, mm -hmm. whether it's Roger Browns and all he's brought to downtown. I mean, it's. Uh, I think that is definitely a, a hidden jewel for those who don't spend enough time in the downtown Portsmouth community. That the food scene in Portsmouth is is amazing. You've just got to be willing to spend the time to come down and experience it. Yeah, so um, that's wonderful. Well, so to make sure everyone has an opportunity to find more about Broody's and about Bagel Nuts, how do they find you? Where do they find you? Um, we're online, www.broodyscatering.com. Uh, you can get regular catering stuff on there and then go to our family meals to go to our family meals page. We have more individual Perfect. stuff. And then Bagel Nuts is www.bagelnuts.com and that's Nuts with a Z. Nuts with a Z, that's yeah, right. Uh -huh. Make sure we get that. We're nuts kitschy. with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again both for taking the time to thank talk you. to me. Thank you for Thanks, talking sir. to the listeners of Tag Talks Business. Um, and thank you, the listeners of Tag Talks, for joining us for another episode.